Hello. Hello, hello. Is there a third voice there somewhere? Yo. Oh my god, there's a third voice. That's never happened <laughs> Yo. before. Never before. Yeah, well, here we it have, is. Third time's the We charm. have a third new guest star the on the show. Dude, you know who um, I would guess it was if I didn't already know who it was? Who? Lil Xan. <laughs> Has anyone ever told you you sound like Lil Xan? Wow. I, <laughs> no, I have never heard Lil that. Zan like, interview I, I mean, then, like, I'll take it, though. That's funny. I'll just, like, randomly I'll put in, it. like, sections of an interview. Yo, what's up? This is Lil Xan. I'm with Fuse TV. We'll just clickbait <laughs> it. We'll clickbait it and say featuring Lil Xan. <laughs> anyway, with Lil Xan. Um, on the call with us today on the pod is one of my best friends from back home, longtime basketball teammate, um, and I friend with my brother as well, uh, Gibson Harnett. Freaking yo. Yeah, hey guys. Well, um, yeah, yo. Thanks a, for having all me on. Conference all star in high school. Uh, Freaking three point, point dead. dead eye. This kid was a master. Damn. Oh, me should, you know what? I should pull up my oh, soundboard. For, yeah, you have. We didn't forgot to tell you, Gib, but I made Ben a soundboard with a bunch of like random things he could play at, at uh, if if something funny came up, like a like a walking bucket or a kaching. Yeah. Um. So yeah, mm-hmm. if if he can get that up in time, then we'll we'll use that. But um, I, all right, oh. I would have I would have qualified. Hold on. Oh, so you, I know you're going I with. Got this. I would have qualified Gibson as a fuck. Man. I think he's trying to say a walking bucket. Hey, I, I mean, I'll but take anyway, it. just a little bit of a background. God, you know, me it, and dude. me and Gibson, we grew up together. You know, playing basketball side by side, one on ones every year, all the way up. Yep. Um, Gibson was better than I am, always was. Um, hey, hey, hey! Whoa, whoa, whoa! Come on! I had a, I had a height advantage. Yeah, I mean, come on now. But that's true. That's true. I was a, a post He always wanted to be. I just remember a lot of senior year. Every time I got the whoa. ball, you told me to post whoa. somebody up. And I was like, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, well, 150 bro, pounds in high school. <laughs> Yeah, six but you're like 6'6", <laughs> Yeah. What are you, 6'10"? Um, yeah, big man. 240, we all, 250. We all, we, I mean, we played – when we went down to Florida one, at one time, I think we played We played a game maybe once. Tips. Yeah, no. Uh, funny story is me and Miles played one-on-one like the first day, and we both got so heated at each other that we didn't talk to each other we're for like the entire next day. We're like very competitive people. Oh, Miles and I have done that many times. <laughs> I think times. I just have that neck, but we're, pretty... we're all – all three of us are very competitive. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, for Miles, sure. Miles, how, uh, how did our Thanksgiving basketball games Oh, really yeah, I think you're talking about Easter. Ooh. Did they end up with you you're not about, speaking to me? You're talking about the Easter ones, when it, like the spring game. Easter yeah, basketball games. So basically, yeah. uh, we would play to – we would go and we'd get on full NBA attire. Like we had jerseys, headbands, shorts. <laughs> we would go out into that. our little like – not it wasn't even a half-court-sized driveway. It was like a third of a court. And um, and what we'd do is we would we'd – we'd each have what we called uh, benches where um, – you know, mine would be the garage and his would be inside the house and we'd have towels and water bottles. We'd play it like a real game. This, this shit was, was so real. We this brought, was real NBA fans. regulation. Who I mean, people fans, bought Miles? tickets. People bought tickets. Um, so, yeah, we had fans come down. We had neighbors. Um, this is not real. Nobody we, watched this shit. This was as real as it could get. And then... <laughs> There we uh, go. We had, we had, My soundboard's working. We had tickets on StubHub. Miles was always watch club. Um, basically, we play twelve minute quarters, and then by probably the second quarter, I would be so pissed off. That it was, was like seventy to thirty, me, dude. I would just like punt the ball into the woods and run away. That's a classic, dude. Classic, classic, Miles. Classic little brother. Classic, um, just like. Kid who gets beat in basketball. Easy. You know? It was. It was. I put him in the post. I put him in the fucking the no. blender. Give him oh, the yeah. blender. Well, you're just way bigger than yeah, I bro. was at that time. Give him that. The Marcus Cousins work. Fucking yup. Stare um, him down. All right, let's talk some real basketball. 
Well, I think that's actually you. You bring up Demarcus Cousins, and that's a, a perfect little segue into I think is a a good topic. Um, he's got a couple of teammates there. They're not. They're not. You know, having the best time right now. They're a little bit angry at each other. Um, I think you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Draymond, yeah, we're catching your drift. Durant um, had the had the privilege. They're of not watching. happy with each other. My I question have... for you guys is, and I think we know the answer, but if these two meet outside, catch me outside. Who's winning in a fight, dude? Dr- KD has arms the size of like, like baguettes. Right, but what yeah. are the chances he knows like jujitsu? Dude, have you seen Draymond's arm? All right, all right. hot take right here. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, Kevin Durant's wingspan Since... outreaches Draymond is my guess. If I had to put it, make a guess, so he can just stand far enough away <laughs> exactly. where he can't get hit. So you say he's like just it. gonna, he's just gonna, he's like bobbing and weaving this entire yeah. time. Also, also, he's a snake, so he's probably slithery. Oh, he's slithery. He's I, that's quick. A good point. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, I'm still taking Draymond though. That dude's yeah. No, I'm 100 are... taking Draymond. I think um, I, I think if, I think we all if, would take Draymond. He's... If Draymond <laughs> lands a punch, Katie's never getting back on a basketball oh, no. again. No. But all right, let's get to the real part of it. And how how actually important is this? I don't know, man. I I've personally found it as like a um, you know, another one of those overhyped think, topics. I yeah, I feel like this is like. The Warriors, there's no, there's no like signs of them slowing down, other than like the last few games when they've had injuries. But I feel like it's just the one thing where you can be like, "Oh shit, the Warriors are fucking up." Yeah, I mean, like if you think about it, we've all played basketball. When haven't we got into it with a teammate? Like, yeah, exactly. I mean, so happens. like, I think the only the- difference is that we're not on television and we're not getting blown up about it. I. It's, but, I think so it's all okay. Sports. Did you guys see the thing where he's like they were like reading his lips and he's like, "This Dude, is why shit, I'm out of here." That was so bullshit. You know what he? You actually don't think that's said? what he said? What did he say? You, literally, you could read it. He said, um, "So what did they think he said?" They said, "That's why I'm out." Yeah. Um. He said something like, "Like uh, that shit's messed up" or something like that. Like it once you because I if you read the comments on the on the video. You can see what he actually says. It's like, um, it's, he didn't say, that's why I'm out. Like, it's it, it's just one of those things where you can, when you're trying to read someone's lips, you can yeah. make it seem like it's anything. Um, fair. I mean, but why do you think Draymond, when they were interviewing him at practice the next day, he was, he was defending himself? If there's nothing there, why because is he... Think about it this way. Like, I don't know. I understand that... KD is an all-time scoring presence and one of the greatest players we've had in this league. But best player in the league right now. <clears throat> okay, don't ever say. Do that you again. really think that? <laughs> uh, I don't know. LeBron better pick it up a little bit. I, I mean, oh, I, he scored, I know he's been. He uh, dude, I don't even think it's LeBron or KD. Man, you know who I think it is. You think it's Giannis? 80? Get out of here, bro. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis, pretty nasty. That's beside the point. Let's get back to this. Yeah. Um, like, if I am – we just mounted a comeback, you know, against the Clippers. I watched this game, and they made mm-hmm. a, quite a comeback. Clay hit a bunch of great shots. But if mm-hmm. I am on a fast break, the game's tied, and I'm going to the basket, I'm not going to turn around and look at a guy who's trailing me to try to find – I'm looking for a shot. I'm but you missed, to- you missed the first moment when he gets the rebound and KD's like, give me the ball. If I'm know, Draymond, I don't. I give KD the ball, dude. There's a fucking hierarchy to this shit. I don't agree, man. If I'm instinctually, if I grab a rebound, the crowd's like, like going at it. I have six seconds to get down the court. I'm not instantly trying to get it to a point guard or anyone. I'm just trying to get it up the court. I don't know, man. I'm thinking that you're probably going to be taking a three in that situation. Think about it this way: say, say that I don't know. Uh, Lou Will is now pressing in the backcourt. So now you've wasted three seconds trying to get the ball to KD. You don't even get past half court. You can try to find him after, but just get the ball past half court. That's my thing. I get what you're saying, and I get that it was just like, I don't know, man. People fuck up. Like, it was just one moment. I think the whole thing, the fact that they were even fighting about it is just like, it does... 
Yeah, I think KD should have just been like, hey, man, it's all good. Like, right? you fucked up, but... I don't know. You know, I, we're like, like fucking 12 and 1, so who the fuck cares? Yeah. We're playing the Clippers I think, on, I think on there's, Sunday. I think... I think there's two ways to look at it. You can look at at the short term effect, and I think like um, in the short term, it's not gonna it's being overblown. Like um, they're still gonna, the favorites; they're still most likely gonna win a championship this year. I don't think any of that is in doubt. I think this could turn around and hurt um, either Draymond's chances of staying with the Warriors or Durant's in free agency because um, I feel like. If they're like this year, they're going to be fine because um, you can work around bad chemistry when you're that talented. But I think going forward, coming into the summer, I'm not sure if Durant has the power. I'm not sure he's going to want to be playing with Draymond still. Do you think that there's really a huge market? I mean, I understand that Draymond's like an all star and like this great system player and he does all the little things. But do you think there's necessarily a market to pay Draymond like max money? No, man. And no, you know no, no, he's no, going to no, no. get max money, but it's just like. Dude, the only reason Draymond is Draymond because is because he's on the Warriors. Oh, agreed. It's because agreed. he fits so well into that system. And and he's already um, signed, so I'm saying more of they're going to trade him if they want to keep uh, Durant. That's interesting. I I, I don't. So, I, go ahead. Uh, so um, on first take the other day, um, Stephen A said or Max said um, that. He sees the Warriors trading Draymond and signing DeMarcus with Draymond's money. Ooh. Um, I don't so even like think that, in that case that KD would sign with them. You don't think? I don't. No, think that's man. Really I think he's gotten what he wants out of. He got the ring. I don't really think he cares about it. He's not like trying to get six rings. You know, he's not competing with the like Kobe fucking LeBron thing. I think he got what he wanted, and now he wants to go back to being the main focal point. So you're saying he's going to NY? Um, yeah, maybe not specifically, but I think he's going to a like a Cleveland. Uh, yeah, not Just Cleveland, but a, with LeBron, <laughs> a team where he can be the guy who, like, if they do win big, it's like he's the one that's pointed at. Right now, he's not that guy. Shy Town, baby. Oh that, like, very well could happen, dude. Him and Zach Levine would be so fucking athletic together. So, theoretically, uh, um, he's from Washington. There was that big thing about him going to Washington. But Washington has no cap space. Oh, but my God. We got we to gotta talk about Washington. Washington. But we can, we'll, we'll, get the, we'll get there in a minute. Oh, my We're not done with the Warriors yet. They, they can't get off that easy. Um, so, I had the privilege of... Pause. Uh, <laughs> seeing the Warriors in person. But they have a lot of injuries right now, right? Yeah. Well, no, not really. They got two, but it's well, such a best player. Here's the thing. So. Here's the thing. Once, here's... once Curry gets back, it's it's all gonna be but sunshine. And I was watching here. them. I was watching them play, and uh, they had this lineup of Quinn Cook, um, Dar- Damian Lee, uh, Andre Iguodala, Kevin Durant, and um, who's their center? Uh, Damian Jones. Or something yeah. like that. Uh, yeah. Don, whatever. Whoever their center is. And I was like, outside of their star players, a lot of their bench players are kind of scrubs. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. dude. I mean, they got their six man is like Jonas Jerebko. Yeah, he like started for them the other night. Um, yeah, I mean, that's what happens when you got five guys who like command maximum money. Um, it's just kind of, I've always, I was under the assumption of, you know, I always kind of, when people were first talking about the Warriors and whether or not teams should even try to compete with them, I was originally like, you know, maybe not. But if you think about it, say, you know, Steph had an injury for the majority of last season's playoffs. And, you know, one injury, maybe two injuries. And this team's actually, I hate to say it, pretty vulnerable. Um, once, uh, Once any other team in the league gets their shit together. But, right, um, but you could say that about any team, dude. You could say that you about could, any team with star play. You could be like, oh, man, if Harden and Chris Paul got injured, the Rockets are fucked. Like, I mean, I'm just trying to be optimistic. Yeah, and dude, like realistically, I think they have four more years of being – I don't even think they'll win for four years straight. Like they're not going to win the championship for four years straight, but they have four more years of being top-tier team. If Unless they, they lose Clay and Durant. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, in that case, then they, you know, have like one to two. Yeah. Um, but even with Steph, I think they're still competitive. Oh, they'll, they'll still be, they'll still be top tier if they lose. I mean, if they lose one of the two, obviously, but if they lose both, I still think they're going to be a top half of the West yeah. for sure. You figure so, if they're losing both, they're going to get somebody back. Yeah. But we're all kind of in agreement here that Steph is the one who above all else is most likely to stay. Yeah. He's not, yeah, he's yeah, not yeah. A, even he's, a free dude, agent. He's going to be a warrior right? for life. Okay. That's fair. I mean, maybe uh, I don't know. He'd be foolish to go anywhere else. His coach True. has the perfect system set up that he's basically runs everything. So then, why? Like, I don't know. Like, why do some of these other players? Why would Clay want to leave? I mean, he's got a perfect system for him. Why would Draymond want to leave? He's got. Uh, a I mean, that's a great question, man. But like, ultimately, a it's money, and b these people have massive egos. Like, True. I, like I don't, I, I don't mean to be rude about that, but like. The fact that Durant would ever leave after if he can just win championships for the next four, like he wants to be the guy. And yeah, so, you got to realize, like at a certain point, it's like, oh shit, it's too easy for them. And mm-hmm. like at that point, it's not, it's not, that's not even the end goal. It's like you got to find something else that makes you want to play basketball. Yeah, once you get rings, you're all about making your own legacy. Yeah. Uh- um, there was this video that surfaced or was circling around Twitter, and it was I think it was when they played the Mavs. Um, but it was Durant went up to a guy courtside, like like th- that one time I sat courtside at the Mavs game, like right where mm-hmm. I was sitting. He went up to the guy. I think he was probably heckling him, but he was like, he went up to him and he was like, "Shut the fuck up and watch the fucking game." So, uh, I've never seen anybody do that ever. So I think. It's fair to say he's a little pissy right now. You've or, really that, never seen yeah. that shit, dude? I've never seen anyone walk straight up to a fan and go, shut the fuck up and watch the fucking game. Westbrook does that all the time. Dude, I saw really? Rondo do that to, like, two girls. But it's like it's not it's not a common occurrence, at least. Those are no, two players no. who are hot-headed. Yeah, a lot of players are hot-headed, though. Yeah. Um, I think we can move on from that. I mean, it's... Wait, I have one question for you. You were at the game last night. What the hell was Damian Lee wearing on his head? Was he wearing a headband? I didn't really tell. It was like a headband, but it was like it looked like a fucking like sh- uh, shooting sleeve that was tied around his head. I th- um, it was I like a bandana or some shit. I'm like, you can't wear that in the NBA. I think I, th- I don't think there's a rule against it. Yeah, they're, dude, remember that whole thing where they, they like used to fine Rondo for wearing well, but, his headband upside down? But that's because it had a logo on it. As long as it's not it's not detriment, it's not like going, it's not... Um, I don't know. I don't think an NBA player could go get like a red fucking bandana and then just well, like wear it. I, I, honestly, I have no idea. Maybe it was like a... It could be something... You know how like girls will wear... Um, what do you call it? Like spandex that's kind of tied in a, tied at the back. Yeah, it maybe it may have been something like that. I don't know. It was interesting. <laughs> Let's move on. Um, another big key topic this week was LeBron passing Wilt for fifth on all time on the all time scoring list. Thoughts? Um, he's fifth on the all time scoring list. <laughs> Those are my but, thoughts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's impressive. Like. All right, I'm gonna just come out with it. I'm not a huge LeBron supporter. Yeah, we know. So like, I'm gonna come off as a little bit biased, but I think a lot of those stats are kind of eh. Like, congrats, it's awesome that you've been able to play in the league for as long as you have. But kind of like when Drew Brees got the all-time passing, like it's just you just got to be around for longer. It's just like yeah. a durability award. Yeah, that's fair. But say okay, so maybe fifth on all the all-time scoring list. That's not like a crazy thing but say he so where do you the where do you think he gets to in the end of his career that's kind of my question is i i'm a personal i believe that he'll get he'll break the all-time scoring record and my question because there's something i like want to look I, i'm not too familiar with years, the numbers he'll, he'll be there by like when he's 38 so if he does break the all-time scoring record like how big of an achievement is that i mean that's you're like the best scorer in the nba yeah. Are how, you though? Are you? No, though? I'm not. Like, Miles and I have argued this so many times. And I always say, like, LeBron's athleticism is really the only. If he wasn't the fucking gigantic monster that he is, if you look at just his plain skill, 
you watch him try to beat defenders. It's I don't it's ninety percent his athleticism. It used to be, but you. It you still watch, is, dude. It's not like he's fucking Kyrie handling somebody and fucking. Fair, but if you watch how he played against Toronto last year and the fadeaways that he hit, the you know the one dribble pull ups, you know the those the kind of developed the over the past like one to two years. I'm just saying, like, yeah, he might not have had it his whole career, but he's still like he's hitting threes at a. A better clip than he's, oh, he's ever no, had. No, no, he's three. no, he's he's very talented, and I you can't really take it away from like take stuff away from him purely because of his body. Because then you can say, oh well, Durant's only a good shooter because he's six eleven. Like yeah, fair. But so LeBron has played in a hundred and fifteen more games than Wilt, and so like yeah, he has more points than him, but he's played in a hundred more games than him. So but you could also say, you could also say that Wilt played in a completely different league where he was going up against guys who were part-time clerks at their local grocery store and he was oh, just doing hook shots the entire time. Yeah. I mean, that's why people don't consider Wilt one of the greatest, like the greatest player of all time. Like he's not even in the conversation, but so like, for example, um, how many points away is he from Kobe? Like 200, uh, 800? 2000. Oh, wait, no, he's 200 and something away from Michael. Yeah, no, he's uh, like 800, 800, 800 something. Yeah, it's 800. He's 2000 away from Kobe at 800 away from Michael. Yeah, so he's going to pass Michael, but Michael played in 1,072 games. LeBron's played in 1,166. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's been along long, around longer, um, and that's why he has more points. And and it's it's a feat in itself to make it that long. But I think those kind of stats are overblown. That's fair. <clears throat> I think when you look at it, I I think you know maybe people who are just looking at basketball for the first time, they look up who's the all-time scorer in five years from now, and they say, oh, it's LeBron. They'll probably theoretically think, you know, make that connection. But when you know the game to a deeper level, you'll be like, yeah, but it's more of a durability thing. And I agree with you on yeah. that. I mean, yeah, you yeah. can't take and- this stat for, like, I'm looking at this. Number two fucking scoring, like, highest score is Carl Malone. Nobody would be like, oh, he's the second best player to ever play basketball. Yeah, he yeah. was just around and, a long time. And it's, and it's like Drew Brees. Like, I, I, Drew Brees is setting all sorts of records this year about touchdown passes and like of all time. And Drew Brees is an incredible quarterback and top five all time, top ten. But it doesn't make him the greatest quarterback just because he has all the length records. Yeah. I don't really think there is a way to like define who is the best that's an incredible debate. It's it's that me one and Miles that have had many a times. Oh, don't get me started. But it's one. It's it. There is no answer. There will never be an answer. Yeah. People will always have biases, so we can debate it as much it as will we want. Always be Michael Jordan. It will always <laughs> be LeBron. Raymond, All right. James. It will always be Kobe Bryant. <laughs> so so LeBron LeBron is like eight hundred points away from Jordan. Correct. If Jordan didn't take the four years off in the middle of his prime. Not middle of his prime, but like top good years, and averaged approximately what he was averaging. He would have over eight thousand more points. So and like also, that, dude, LeBron's never played pro baseball. That's that's to his <laughs> like you credit. automatically lose, dude. You haven't no, played pro baseball. That's you're saying that because try to play he two sports. Try to play two sports. You're trying. Time, you're trying to say that because he didn't <laughs> quit on the sport that he loves, that makes him a worse. Yes, dude. Player. I would be so much more impressed with LeBron if he would go play fucking wide receiver for like the New York Jets or some shit. Oh my god, that's that is facts. the worst argument as to him being the best basketball player of all time. I've I don't know, man. Argument. Took took four years off and still has uh, double the rings. Yep. He didn't get any rings after that. He played bullshit. Because he played for, for the, the Wizards fucking Wizards, dude. <laughs> that does not help his case at all. Whatever. All right, I have a question. Does LeBron ever become... You know, like People are like, is LeBron the greatest Laker? Does he ever no. even enter that conversation? Unless he wins like three rings in the next four years, no. It depends on what he does. Okay, so I would put it as, say, in the four years that he's there, Lonzo becomes a multi-time All-Star, 
Brandon Ingram becomes a multi-time all-star. They bring in big-name free agents. I think his legacy as a Laker is defined as what he puts, like how he sets the franchise when he leaves. I yeah, I completely agree with that. Yeah, I, I'm I agree with that, but I don't think even if he sets them up, let's say he does that, and Lonzo and Ingram become an all-star, and they get Clay or someone like that. I don't think that makes him the greatest Laker of all time. Oh, not at all. I'm just saying. I'm wondering if he can even enter the conversation in the next. I mean, he'll probably retire by what forty if he's smart. I think what Um, what I've read is that he wants to play as long as his son to get both of them in the league. And what would that? I I, I don't know how much. I don't know how much that is just him saying that to make a fun story or how serious he is. Well, Bronny just started high school, so that's four years. Well, plus, I'm, I'm assuming that the one and done rule will be done by then because that's just the way it's trending. So, best case, it's five years. Best well, you know what I just learned is well, best that case it's four, but you don't have that? to go one and done if you go to the G League. Yeah, the G yeah. League started playing. They started paying players. You can go straight out of high school from there. Which is, yeah, I don't. If that was around when I was in high school, I wouldn't be at college right now. That's He'd be balling for name red claws. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. No. They. I. They started paying players. I think in direct response to the JBA and such, um, paying yeah. their players, which is which is a whole another uh, story. Such that a we could dumb thing. <laughs> La- I don't know, man. Lamelo went back to high school. It's a big. Yeah. Lamello. Nobody wants to play against him. Best player in Cleveland. Yeah. Why? That is so soft. It, yeah, but it's not. It's not even about like. Oh, we. Don't, it's more of just like a moral thing. Like this dude. Is just making a mockery of like high school sports. Dude, he's such a clown. He's good though. He could be good, bro. Though. He's six six point guard. He's like and six eight, shoot. bro. Yeah, I know. Yo, all right. This is a kind of wild aside, but you know Logan Bagshaw is like six four now. Really? Yeah. Logan's he's tall the younger one, right? as hell. Yeah. Damn. I haven't paid attention to main high school basketball in a while, but well, yeah, it's just because of like me and Johnny always talk. Yeah. All right, well, maybe when I come back for Christmas, I'll check it out. Do it, dude. Um, anyway, where were we? We were talking about LeBron and the all-time. Yeah, I don't think it, it necessarily um, – no, we were talking yeah, about I don't, Lamella. I mean, I'm looking at the all-time Lakers right now. Magic, five I mean, he, NBA titles. Wilt, one title with the Lakers. Uh, four MVPs. Kareem. Six so, titles, five with the Lakers. Let's let's let me ask this question. By the end of his tenure with the Lakers, does he get his jersey retired? No, dude. He came here in the not. fucking like golden years. He came here to just not. fuck around. The golden years. This is like the. I mean, sorry, not the golden years. years. I'm trying to think of like uh, the like. It's almost like his fucking. He went to like a retirement home. Yeah, it's, it's and this like is where he's like though. fucking around. You can't be like retired. Like he didn't do any of the crazy feats that he had for Cleveland. Yeah, I mean, if he sets, if he wins three rings, then like sure. But if he's not, if he doesn't win anything, then uh. dude, I don't think a player should ever have their jersey retired for two teams. Dude, and I know that his jersey will be retired like six. What do you mean six? I know Miami retired MJ's jersey. I think uh, he didn't play I, for Miami. Why would they retire his jersey? Out of respect. That's, that's just weird. That's why. That's why he's the greatest basketball player of all time. I would I mean, if I was the front office of my. I wouldn't do that unless he played for the team. That's so embarrassing. I don't know, man. I like just you're retiring that. this guy's number after he spanked you for so many years. Yeah, okay. that's fucking weird. That's respect, bro. At least we're not the Celtics and we retire literally every number in the goddamn book. Uh, yeah, but like, think about it. Think about it. Don't so talk you, shit. You, <laughs> you retire like his number if it's like like Jackie Robinson, a great number to retire in baseball. Yeah. Like you don't retire him just because he beat up on you and he was great. Yeah, he didn't make any. He was didn't make any like strides in the game of basketball. He yeah. was just a good what basketball did? What are you talking about? He was one of the most influential players in the entire league ever. He, what is that? What do you mean by he was? Not because of 
Not because of his civil acts. It's just because of how good he was. I understand, yeah. but I'm just saying that he, be, he created – like I'm, I'm assuming that half the players on Miami currently are playing basketball because they watched Michael Jordan when they were a kid. All right, all right. I got, I got a question for you then. Should teams in the league retire, retire Curry's number because he changed basketball? Okay. Mm. That's it. That's – that is a That's really a good, good question, and the answer is no. <laughs> I'm not justifying it. I'm just saying that it <laughs> happened to be. I'm gonna while while you guys are talking about that, I'm gonna see um, if any other teams retired it as well. I looked it up, and uh, the Hornets, the Timberwolves. Well, he owns the Hornets, so that's kind of that makes sense. The Wolves weird. doesn't make sense. Oh wait, oh, wait, what's going on here? Oh, I misread it. Never mind. Um, you could you could be like the Clippers and put up banners of play. Oh God, that was so weird. I th- you- dude, I think the only team that should retire. But the thing is, like, also he's number twenty three. So, like, I was gonna say, I think the only team that should retire his number is Cleveland. I was gonna say Miami, maybe, but. Like you just said that they retired it for, oh, he was six on Miami. Um, so I think I think I think Miami can retire his number. I don't have a problem with that. Okay, it says it says in honor of your greatness and for all you've done for the game of basketball, but for not only for the NBA, for fans all around the world, we want to honor you tonight and hang your jersey number twenty three from the rafters. No one will ever wear twenty three for the Heat for the Miami Heat. You're the best. <laughs> That's just that's bitch, dude. That's so weird. I don't know, man. I love Pat Riley. I respect anything he does. No, so. like I get it. I understand why they do it, but like you don't see like Cape retiring my number because I beat him in baseball three times. <laughs> like, get out of here. You're so good. We have to retire your number for a different team. <laughs> okay, this is all like not. Like, can you imagine, dude? Can you imagine if like. In like twenty years, people are like, "Why can't we wear that number?" It's like because someone kicked our ass so many times, so bad. <laughs> I shouldn't have brought this up. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't know why they do that, but um, I don't know. I'm not I'm not opposed to it. I don't. I think it'd be weird for someone to wear twenty three on Miami. So we're garbage anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um, let's not talk something else. Let's talk. Wizards, though. Can we talk about my my boy? Well, technically it was Gibson's, but uh, you had to drop him because he got injured. Um, Karis Car- Levert. Karis Levert, yes, the uh, guy who you mispronounced his name the first time we talked about him. What did I say? You said like Terrence Levert. No, you I did. didn't. I was, you you did, can you go said back something and listen weird. to it. Oh, I probably did some- because honestly, I had never heard of him until I think you called him Chris Levert. I, I don't Probably. know. I had never heard of him before until I like actually watched. I will like weirdly right before this injury happened. Um, I like had watched a highlight reel and I didn't realize like what kind of a player he was. He's a beast. He I thought beast. it was just hype because he played for the Brooklyn Nets and they needed one good player. Well, well I mean, that. I mean they. Uh, I don't know. Karis Levert. That's what I'm asking you is like, all right, well, first of all, let's talk about the actual thing. Okay. Um, He fucking got it. Pretty much had the same. Well, it was like, you know, similar thing to Gordon Hayward last year. Came down off of, um, I don't know if it was a layup or something. And it was a layup. Kind of, I think it ended up just being a dislocated ankle. Um, I think it it ended up not being as bad as it looked, but it was one of those gruesome-looking leg injuries where the foot goes the other direction. Um, Mm -hmm. But they already said he's back rehabbing. Um, Um, Well, either way, the whole point of this is it's just really... Oh, no, he was going up for a block on defense, kind of a la the... um, the Paul George Paul injury, George. yeah. Which I did read. Uh, I read. I read this thing that said that Derrick Rose happened to be on the court for Karis Levert, Gordon Hayward, and Paul George's at all three of their leg injuries. Dude, he's uh, <laughs> cursed. <laughs> did um, you have you ever seen Sean Livingston's? Yeah, that oh was God. terrible. Oh, that Yo, was so bad. Wild aside, did you guys see Alex Smith get hurt yesterday in the football I did. game? Yeah, that was disgusting. 
Was um, it a similar? Yeah, yeah he broke his leg and like his entire shin bone was like. Oh, uh, fuck that shit, dude. Oh, Which is gosh. so weird because like, I don't know. I feel like a couple of years ago that like never happened. But just recently we've been getting a lot of people who just like snap their legs. Well, yeah. And that used to be career ending and it, it still could be, but like. But it's are, crazy that you can be back the next year and be like suited that's up. That's unreal. Um, yeah, I just the whole the whole point. The reason I want to talk about this was I just I love Karis Levert. I feel like you like I just hate to see young players get injured like that. Um, because you just you have so much potential. You so I young. think it's harder on your mental than anything. Yeah, that's why. Like the I whole, think like that the Rose spending the whole year just being like this year. Yeah, and the thing, and the thing about it too is when say you're like in a contract year or something like that, and you have to sit there and just you know think like you know the team has to decide like you just you're 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 waiting out your your fate kind of. Yeah, I mean it's a tough time. Um, one thing I do I can't, want. Go ahead. Uh, I didn't no, say should, nothing. You should say. You should. You should, you should say yours first. I was gonna say um, one thing. You know, finding a what do you call it? Um, finding a light in the rough or whatever. Not not a diamond in the rough, but seeing the good out of a this, light at um, the end of the tunnel. Light at the end of the tunnel. That's what I was looking for. Um, yep, sure. Is I'm excited to see how this will allow D'Angelo Russell, who's been kind of struggling this year, to get more minutes and get more touches and all that, and see how he does in the absence. Um, because I have him on my fantasy team, so I'm hoping he he's been he'll produce a little bit more. Which is I don't know if that's bad. Yeah, it's, it's like weird to see a guy save. like that go from leading his team last year to just kind of like fading into the background a little bit. He didn't really do very well last year, but well, that what was I think maybe it was the first year that he came to Brooklyn. Well, that was last uh, year. Was he didn't really? do well last year. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was like average. It wasn't anything crazy. But he was leading the team because they were legit hot garbage. Well, I mean, that you could say the same thing about Karis LeVert, dude. Mm, fair. But there was just so much more hype because D'Lo was a second pick and Karis LeVert was late first round. Yeah. Russell last year, 25 minutes per game, 15 points, five assists, four rebounds. Yeah, nothing crazy. That's poor. And then, uh, all right. Got, what about Spencer Dinwiddie? Do you think Spencer Dinwiddie say. makes any more damage? I mean, yeah. I, I like Spencer Dinwiddie. I think I think we're focusing way too much on the Nets. That's fair. <laughs> that was like fair there was like one. They episode, don't deserve our airtime. There was one episode where we just talked about Ron Baker for like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking motherfucking. Hey everyone, it's Ron Baker. <laughs> <laughs> um. One thing I want to touch on was we talked we, – we did talk a little bit about the Jimmy Butler trade at the end of last episode, but um, – Let's talk things. about how much fucking shade he's throwing. Oh, yeah. He's kind of – he's just a dick. Dude, bro. every interview is like, oh, I'm so glad to finally play with like good basketball players. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad I, to not be like fucking surrounded by idiots. I mean, does he have a point though? Like – no, dude, it's like you left fucking like they didn't do shit to you, okay? It'd be one thing if they were all trashing him, but nobody's trashing him, dude. It's kind of it's true. He kind of did ca- he was the one who caused all of the controversy. He fucking well, made a scene, that, then he got out and then he's fucking still bitching about it. Even after he got out, all the other players were like, you know, like we're still on good terms. He's still like one of my homies, like we're cool. And now he's out here like um I hate the people I played with. Um, it makes me wonder if there was like anything else, you know, front management or upper management wise, you know, that was, we didn't see, you know, there was like, maybe they were trying to push him. I don't know, but I feel like there's gotta be, you can't just be that much of a dick. Well, they gave Andrew Wiggins all his money and Andrew Wiggins is some trash. Some hot level garbage. Um, I don't know about that, man. But he, okay. He is. I like Wiggins. Is he like what? Four years in the league now? Yeah. Has he improved on his defense at all? No. Has he improved on anything outside of shooting mid-range jumpers? No, but he's still like a, a good player. I mean, Has he gotten be... any stronger? He d- he didn't fucking live up to the hype is what you're trying Has to say. Has he passed the ball any better? 
You're, he didn't live up to the hype, but he's still a good exactly. player. Yeah, yeah he's, he's solid. He's solid. He's, he's not like solid. Yeah, you guys use the word trash way too much. You fucking oh, okay. call people who are averaging like 18 points per game. You're like fucking ass. Well, I mean, when so, he, he so, was compared right. to Kobe, bro. I would take so many players above Andrew Wiggins. Let's yeah, go back so to, would let's a lot of people, the, but let's look. That doesn't mean Andrew he doesn't Wiggins have uh, a a big role on every team. He wouldn't have a big role on every team in the league. He shot. He's I wouldn't say he would have a big role. The field right now. You say forty? Yeah, thirty percent from three last year. I don't know. I just don't think he has. He's needs the ball in his hand and can't really shoot. Hey, guess who went two picks behind Andrew Wiggins? Who? Joel Embiid. Yeah. Uh, hot take, hot take. I would rather have Aaron Gordon right now than Andrew Wiggins. I think that's not, fair. I mean, I, I don't, don't think that's a super hot take. I mean, yeah. I don't know, man. I, I just Andrew I, Wiggins can't play with other people. Like he needs, he's like an ISO scorer who's not like a really good ISO scorer. <laughs> he's like he doesn't. You know that that old saying. I think Ben, you said it one of our podcasts um, about Jason Tatum. What was it? Something about a master of none. The oh yeah. well, no, they kept they fucking say that all the time on NBA Two K. Every time I'm playing with the Celtics, they're like. Fucking Jason Tatum, a master of none. He's good at everything, but not great at anything. Well, there's there's like that a whole saying, but I don't even think Andrew um, Andrew Wiggins is you know necessarily good at any one thing. He just kind yeah, of yeah, he's an athlete who can you know some he's he an can, athletic basketball mid-range. player. Yeah, he can shoot mid range. He can get to his spot in a lot of ways, and I hate to say it, but he he and Jalen uh, Brown. Seem oh. very similar to me. Jalen Brown, upset yeah. of the year. He's just yeah. He's yeah. like he's a skinnier, similar version. Yeah, Jalen Brown also plays defense and seems to have a little bit of drive. Yeah, I, mean, I think he, that's probably what pisses me most off about Andrew Wiggins is he has the physical gifts to be very talented. He could be way better. Yeah, offensively and defensively, and he doesn't. He just looks like he doesn't care. I mean, the year before they picked up Jimmy, he was averaging 24 points a game, which I didn't even realize. Yeah, That's pretty I good. That. I mean, it's good. Um, I just don't know what really to expect from him. Like, I don't know where he's, he peaks. So out. he's not. He's he, he's got to be at least the third, uh, at best, the third option on a championship team. And I, I thought he was. I mean, I thought he was for when Jimmy Butler was there. It was Cat, Jimmy Butler, and then him. Yeah, I thought they were going to be better than they were. But. And he didn't really even. I don't. That's why I don't understand the Minnesota problem. Was like, I you never heard Andrew Wiggins necessarily like bitching about not getting the ball enough. Oh, well, remember when he had that whole thing with his brother? Like his brother was like. Thank God Jimmy's leaving or something like that. What the hell is up with NBA players and their relatives getting involved with their, like, like Jimmy Butler and uh, Andrew Wiggins and Kawhi Leonard? And what yeah. is up with relatives getting involved with this shit? Why does it matter? Because well, they fucking know, want like, – I mean, A, they're defending their family and B, they want yeah. a little bit of fame. But why the – why do we care? <laughs> Like well, we I, don't, but like you could say that about most of the media. Like, why do we care that like Levar things Ball. happen? Like all these little things, like whether it's brothers or whether it's something that happened between Durant and Draymond. Like, we shouldn't care about this stuff, but that's how the media. It's entertainment. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess, but I just feel like we see too much about you know. We love drama. Ex players, sisters, cousin tweets about his relationship with his team and it's like i don't because we love drama dude it's like entertainment that's fair um but anyway the point i wanted to make with this when i brought it up was the timberwolves have kind of been killing it since they traded away jimmy they they had like one they were like four and one i think at one point carl anthony towns is just absolutely feasting um he had a Which, couple dude, of I remember like a few podcasts ago, you were like, no, nah, he's not very good. Well, because at the time he wasn't doing very good. <laughs> right, but they, you like they... you know that he's a like 30 and 20 type of guy. Well, yeah, but I think he is uh, optimized when he has players. I think that's that was a good – I mean it, it looks weird on the surface when you say that 
Philadelphia got an all-star Jimmy Butler for um, Dario Saric and Robert Covington. But at the same time, like Minnesota got a three-point shooting power forward, a three-point shooting small forward to surround around their all-star, you know, next, you know, uh, generational talent of a center. And that's kind of what you want. I think Dario Saric becomes a much better player. I think he can develop a lot. I don't... um, You don't think so? There's just not much. I don't see much room for a 6'10 Croatian. Is he Croatian? Why would you bring his fucking ethnicity into it? Because, no, it's... No, because... A fucking Croatian. (laughs) Yeah, you know they can't develop. No, because... (laughs) No, I'm just saying, like, athletically, um, I don't see him becoming, like this super athletic, switchable defender type of player. Um, We've seen European bigs kind of be one-faceted in the past. I don't see him becoming a Dirk Nowitzki type player. Um, So I don't – that's where I get that from. You know, European bigs have never been the most athletic players. It's not a – it's not a – it's not like a shot at them. That's fair. Um. But yeah, I just I think that that's interesting um, that they've been doing you know better as of late now that they moved Jimmy um, and even I think it's a trade that kind of worked out for both sides because he hit that game winner the other day over the what I'm trying to remember who it was against. Who are you talking about? I lost you there. Jimmy Butler's, uh, he had a game winner. Oh, he hit it over the Hornets. The Hornets. Yeah, so I think it kind of, uh, it was a win-win for both teams, I guess. I agree. That's all I uh, want to say Let's talk, that. Let's. I'm going to jump and let's talk Toronto Raptors. Yeah, I did a little, little bit of research. I think, well, more importantly, this was... Um, in I, I, I took this research in, in relation to the Celtics because I wanted to talk more about them. Um, but just kind of it was – I did a little bit of breakdown as to why the Toronto Raptors are doing so well. Well, um, what I was going to say is that they're kind of slumping. They lost three of the last four. I didn't even notice that. Um, yeah, it's, it's interesting that I was trying uh, – I was trying to see why they were doing well. Uh, I think I'd, you'd have to look more specifically as to what happened in the past couple of games. Do you know who they played? They lost uh, the Pelicans, awesome. the Pistons, the Celtics, and then they beat the Bulls. Okay, well, that doesn't bode well for them. Um, but just continue with the idea that they're they're playing well as a team. I mean, I mean they're still good. They're first ranked in power rankings in the entire league right now. Yeah, and you look at, you know, they're they're making their twos, their offensive their fourth in offensive rating. <laughs> um you know, they're average they have five players averaging at least thirteen points a game at the time we were recording this. Um they're moving the ball well. Uh they're keeping their they're forcing other teams to shoot a lot of threes. They're not they're defending the rim well. Um you know, their strength of schedule wasn't that hot early on. They were 22nd, like I said at the time I recorded that stat. So maybe, you know, even though I don't think that the Pistons or the Pistons and the Pelicans are, you know, great teams, um, maybe they're going to hit a stretch of their season where they, they start to cool off a little bit. I think I have the answer. What <laughs> Do is the answer? Now? Why the Raptors have played well. Serge Ibaka. 18 points a game, 8 rebounds, 2 assists. I mean, I'll give you that he's definitely playing more like the player that he's supposed to be. He has not averaged more than 15 points a game ever. We talked about this a little bit last time. I said, what's going on with Serge Ibaka? But um, I think, Ben, remember in the first episode we talked about the idea of playing power forwards at the center position, right? Yeah. He, Serge Ibaka has not played one minute at the power forward position this season. Yeah, you said he's played 100% of his minutes at the five. Not a single minute has been at the at the four. 
I mean, that, so, I to me, that's why his his offensive numbers go up because he's going up against slower guys, um, and he's always been more of a stretch four than anything. So if he's you know like able to get space on the wing or space on the the um, fuck, what is it called? Like corner of the free throw line or whatever. The high post. High post, yeah. Um, where those guys don't want to come out and guard him, I think he's going to obviously have a lot more open shot attempts. Yeah, and I think that, you know, he's 6'10", 235. Um, I, I, I see, you know, his his type of game really is fitted more for that type of that slotting him in at a five position, you know, he defends the rim. He's switchable. He's versatile. He can shoot outside. He can somewhat pass. It's not his strength. Only averages one assist, but you know, there's no, <laughs> he is able to let the ball go out of his hands to another. He's player. not, he's not, <laughs> shut up. Um, but you know, he, He's kind of just more suited for that. There's no benefit to playing him at the four as opposed to playing him at the five is my take on it. So what? They're playing Valanchunas at the four? I think I don't think Valanchunas starts. Really? Who starts? Serge Ibaka. I think they start Siakam and Ibaka in the in the front court. And then Leonard, Lowry, and who else? Um Danny Green. Oh. That's a small lineup. Well, I mean, yeah, but that's kind of the, how the league's going, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I've just I've been watching a lot more. Like now that the the trend of the league is going that way, I've watched a lot more traditional bigs just like dominate games. And it's funny because not often does their team win, <coughs> but they're able to they're dominate up huge numbers. Yeah. So I had this weird thought recently. About you know how a lot of bigs are averaging like extreme amounts of rebounds lately. Like a lot of bigs yeah. are averaging like. Oh, I was wrong about who starts in the uh, the starting lineup. <laughs> um, yeah, what did I tell you? I don't, I, Wait, what, I just, dude? You said. I got it. So wrong. we got the starting lineup. You said he's been playing a hundred percent of his minutes. That's what Basketball Reference told me. Everyone relax, relax. <laughs> You fucking idiot. <laughs> That's what I was told. <laughs> I'm going to relook at the stats, so come up with something else. All right. I'll, quick talk. Wizards. Yeah. What is wrong with the, with the Wizards? Um, They're just fucking – they got way too much. What What were we talking about? They they got rid of like the the players that were kind of helping – I don't know, man. They never really had enough to be to yeah, be but like not a five star. No, that's embarrassing. I don't know what that is. Okay, I'm sh- I'm sending like, I'm sending this your way. They have the same record as the Bulls, and they have Bradley Beal and John Wall. Yeah, I thought that. I think maybe Dwight Howard almost doesn't help that, considering um, they were mostly a team that just tried to run, and I don't think Dwight Howard really helps that at all. Okay. Yeah, so I see your thing, Miles, but like, why does Pascal Siakam play 2% at center? And Serge Ibaka <laughs> plays, plays 100%? Yeah, they're defying the fucking. You. To be fair, that I'm not wrong at the stat that I found. That's fine. Yeah, no, you're fine. I don't really care. We're not that mad at you. That's <laughs> um, all right. Our fan, uh, the fans aren't going to get too upset. Well, let's but, talk. Let's talk. Go back to your point about the Wizards. I just was saying that Malin, my boy, he's a Wizards fan. If he listens, I love to, to this. see him choke them. They're just embarrassing, dude. Well, we talked one uh, a couple episodes ago about just what you have to do when you are a team like the Wizards and you're so entrenched in your cap. You're paying guys like Otto Porter. Uh, oh my God, Jan Mahimi. Jan that, Mahimi. that was another thing. Is like you were talking about the cap, and they have these guys that I think like two or three years ago they're like, oh man, like Kelly Oubre. All these dudes are going to develop into like not stars, stars. but like. Well, you know the problem, studs, yeah, and they did. They kind of just stayed the same. Well, the problem with it is, so I, I remember the time that they re-signed Otto Porter, and it was right after I think they made it to like 
the semifinals and everyone was like, oh, the Wizards look good, you know, and then Otto Porter came up on a contract year and it was like, well, if you don't re-sign him, you're just giving away your potential at getting better. And obviously it hasn't worked out for them, but it's like, what do you do in that point? You kind of have to pay the man his money because then if you don't, everyone, all your fans are like, what the fuck? You know, you yeah. had you had this guy I agree. and he was a top three pick. Why would you not re-sign him? Back up the bridge truck. Oh my god! <laughs> but I mean, Austin Rivers, twelve mil, Jan Mahimi. Jan Mahimi was just a bad idea in the beginning. Yeah, they got to play my boy Thomas Bryant from Indiana. Thomas, Thomas Bryant was Bryant. a former Laker. Never heard the name. Oh. Yeah, he was a former you know Laker. Yeah, I know. He was drafted by the Lakers second round. Um. Yeah, he. I. I don't think he's ever gonna get a minute. But <laughs> but he should. Like, if you're that trash, like. Build on something, man. It's fair. <laughs> like I don't like I get it. Play. I white. do agree that they should be they should be looking for kind of like a diamond in the rough in whatever they have on the roster. This the season's a wash. You're not winning the East. So let me play. let me look at their roster and tell you who I pick for the guy that they should try to develop. Well, first of all, Good. I don't think Austin Rivers ever got enough time to fucking actually Dude, he be was, the player he was he sitting on been. his own dad's team for three years <laughs> but if nobody you, ever you so can't. troy bound jr their uh low-key their nice. first round pick her 15th is playing four minutes a game i know and it sucks because a lot of players like that you know kind of guards small forwards type never really get minutes um you see a guy like Josh Akoji, Akoji out in Minnesota who's luckily getting minutes, but you just see like kind of guys like that um, who don't really tend to get and minutes get early it. on. I get it. I like, get it. Like Aaron Holiday for the Pacers has not been playing very much. Yeah. But that's because the Pacers are good. Yeah, Wizards if you're the Wizards, you're just trying to develop people at this point. And it's hard because you have like yeah, two bona fide all-stars. You're not going to bench Beal and – yeah, yeah, you can't just fucking throw the season. Um, trade him. Trade him. Trade him. Trade blow the team up. Build around Dwight Howard. <laughs> Build around the young Dwight Howard. Build around Tomas Sadoransky. Thomas, dude. It's Thomas. Tomas. I know, but Thomas is a goat. Thomas is a good. <laughs> we'll just build a team around Jan Mahimi, Dwight Howard, Tomas Sadoransky, and Thomas Bryant. No, man, I just wish Jeff Green was fucking... Start Jeff Green. I'm a big Jeff Green guy. Uh, dude, he could be so good if he wasn't just so <sighs> fucking, like, lazy. He's just, like, a, they should just have, like, a Jeff Green... Like, you know, like, um... That should just be, like, the set point for guys who don't turn into what they should be. Yeah, it's think... like, oh, you're a Jeff Green. Yeah, exactly. That should just be what people say. I think part of their problem is they have five small forwards on their roster. They have five small forwards. They have no new, I would say, like, current-style bigs. Nope. Well, that was, they, dude, you remember when fucking they got kicked out of the playoffs last year? The first thing John Wall said was, like, we don't have, we have fucking slow-ass bigs, dude. That's They got rid of um, but the, 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 the Polish hammer. The fuck was his name? The answer. Marcin an- Gortat. The answer is not Dwight Howard. The answer is... A guy who can, you know, pass no, that the ball was dumb. It should have been like a, a, you know, a JaVale McGee type player. That's what I'm saying, bro. That's why Thomas Bryant should be getting time. He can shoot. I'm team Thomas Bryant right here. <laughs> Dude, but <to laughs> rest, believer. rest in peace to the Wizards when they start playing Thomas Bryant and Troy Brown <laughs> over uh, Bradley Beal and Dwight Howard. Hey, man. Hey, can't can do we- much worse than they've already done. Poor, can we get Markeith Morris out of Washington, please? He deserves. Get, that's a good player. Right? Should, dude, let's deal. talk about somebody who deserves to be freed in Kemba Walker. Oh yeah, you looks like this grab. is going to be a long episode. No, where should where does Kemba Walker deserve to end up? Yeah, everyone think of his place. Hmm. We'll take we'll take a little time and then I'll cut the time out. Yeah, I Miles, I see a wonderful. Um, I don't know. I think if you put Kemba Walker and KD on the same team in the New York Knicks Ooh. with Porzingis, dude, I think that's Ooh, that that's sounds a, like, like a very uh, high playoff style team. team. <laughs> 
That sounds very 2K-esque. I, I got, I got, I'm going to, one sec, you talk for a sec. I'm going to look something up. Or don't. Or don't talk. No. I, I already said it, my thing, man. Out. I didn't hear you. <laughs> I just said, I'm looking something up, so give me a sec. Miles, where do you see, where, where do you think Kemba should go? And more importantly, do you think Kemba is the type of guy who's like, I'm going to be Charlotte forever? You know where Kemba should go? Because why has he stayed with Charlotte this long? You know where Kemba should go? Where? If you say the team I'm thinking of, I'm going to get pissed. If you say Miami, I'll be pissed. Phoenix. Oh, weird. Uh, why would he go from the like a <laughs> we're not, bad we're team to a worse him, team? No, but think about that. Think about Kemba Walker, Devin Booker, TJ <laughs> Dude, the Warren. first article when you look up Kemba Walker is, I hope Kemba Walker joins a good team. <laughs> <laughs> I know the poor guy. I mean, bless his heart. I mean, he's, All right, I got, he hasn't complained once. I got a trade. Okay. The NBA trade machine worked. All right. You already did that and approved it. Yep. Campbell Walker and Cody Zeller. Rip. Former Indiana grad. Rip. Cody Zeller's career. Eric Bledsoe and Tony Snow. <laughs> Dude, how does that help Charlotte at all, and how does that help Milwaukee at all? That's just trading a similar. Wait, wait, wait! Who does Milwaukee trade? Um, Tony Snell, Snell, and and Bledsoe. Uh, You know what? Yeah, that helps, dude. Are you kidding me? How does it? I mean, Milwaukee technically gets a better point guard, but why would and a better center? But why would Charlotte do that? They dump Cody Zeller's 14 mil for the next three years. And what about Tony Snell? Dude, Snell's both contract? of the Zeller brothers. Talk about, like, fucking Dude, let Dude, can you imagine Whoa! Cody Zeller's still peaking, boys. <laughs> Give him a chance. Where's Tyler Zeller? I don't care about Tyler. He didn't go to Indiana. I'm pretty sure he's on Mo- Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah. We got Tyler Zeller maybe. on the Milwaukee Bucks. Cody, yo, come on, Cody's Just trade Cody for Tyler, dude. <laughs> that would be such a bad trade. How did like all three Plumleys and both Zellers get into the NBA? <laughs> and they're all fucking garb, dude. They're just like, imagine having your kids and you just have three seven foot kids. They all make it to the NBA and they all are just like, what's what? So there's Mason Plumley. What? Who are the other ones? Miles one guy's gonna go to the army, and then he just kind of yeah. One of them went to the army. <laughs> yeah, but then he Miles like, Plumley trash. Who's the third one? Another M. Um, it's Miles Mason and Mason and Marshall. <laughs> Marsh. Yeah, Marshall's a guy who went to the army, but then he like came back. So yeah, really weird. It's kind of finesse the system. Really, yeah. just weird grouping of people. <laughs> Yeah, bad. And their dad's name is Perky Plumley. <laughs> no. <laughs> so fucking bitch. You hey, kidding Dad. About hey, that. Perky. His dad's name's Perky. Oh, my God. <laughs> Perky Plumley, dude. The worst name. <laughs> that is really funny. Um, But seriously, you know, that man produced three NBA quality sons. Yeah. I mean, so did... Fucking LeVar Ball. I don't know how this always happens on this podcast where we start talking about the most random players in the NBA. That's because they're the most fun to talk about. That's fair. We give a voice to the voiceless, dude. Exactly. <laughs> I've been campaigning for Thomas Bryant since day one. Yeah, Thomas let's Bryant. get some Thomas Bryant t-shirts. Thomas Bryant, Ron Baker, and Miles and Perky Plumley. <laughs> And Perky Plumley, baby. Hey everyone, it's Ron Baker. Hey I love everyone, how there's like sad Plumley. guitar laid over that. Hey everyone, it's Ron Baker. It's like it's, dude, the, it's, the, it's the intro to this like five minute Nick's documentary about Ron Baker. Oh good. There's a whole documentary about <laughs> No, it's the not even greatest a greatest player like to touch a basketball. <laughs> oh man. They're like, well, this is Ron Baker. He uh, And why do you look like you never left the seventies? He was born at one point, and now he's suddenly an NBA player. <laughs> well, I was just born this way. I came out <laughs> of the womb as an adult man. And I think that's probably where we should wrap this episode up. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. Um, this was a lot of fun. 
Yeah, for it sure. was fun to have a Thanks guest. For having me. Of course, Gibson, it was a pleasure. Um, you know, maybe where we'll can they you follow you on Twitter you and and yeah, whatnot? I'm down, dude. This was a blast. Um, you can, like I said, we usually always end this. You can plug your own social media. We'll let you go first. At Doobie Gamer YouTube, catch me on the of YouTube. All of your in, of all of your social media. That was catch the me one on you YouTube. I got 13 subscribers. You plugged your YouTube channel. <laughs> yep, sure, Bob. Um, okay. Well, you can follow me on Twitter, uh, like a normal human being, at MilesThompson24. Why, is 2-3 is retired? Because... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's retired for all uh, Twitter accounts. You can't use that oh, yeah. number. Oh, yeah. And we're done. <laughs> Ben, do you all want right. pictures one last time? Or? You can follow me at Ben's Been Dead on all social media, whatever. And then email us at bickeringbasketballbrothers at gmail.com. Please, we've never gotten an email. And I really we love to read email. emails. If you if you send us an email, and please don't be my mom and or Gibson, I'll Venmo you a dollar. <laughs> please send really mean, menacing emails. <laughs> and I'll Venmo you a dollar for that mean email. Anyway, we're done yeah. here. Have a great Thanksgiving for those yes. of you who are listening to this on time. Uh, I believe... Stay safe. Yes. I and agree. have a great holiday. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and I hate you. fucking. I hate you so much. Bye. <laughs> All right. Goodbye.